What's up, classmates? I just wanted to elaborate on how you are your worst enemy. You know what I'm saying? Like, give like 10 examples of how we defeat ourselves. So, let's get straight to it. Oh, yeah. Follow us. Follow us at forever underscore students on Instagram. Let's hop into it, though. Ten. This is 10 ways. 10 ways we are our own worst enemies and how you are your own worst enemy. Number one is you're too harsh on yourself. Way too harsh on yourself, man. Nobody deserves to be talked to, beat down, kicked in the ass like that. If you ain't going to let nobody outside do it, don't do it to yourself or inside. And actually, don't let nobody on outside do it either. But sometimes, or a lot of the times, we are way more harsh and judgmental and critical of ourselves. So, when you start, start that record. Pause that joint, stop it, and change the track. Put some different music on. Tell yourself something different. It's cool to make mistakes. It's fine. That's the only way we're going to learn. Don't be too harsh on yourself, though, man. That ain't cool. It ain't cool for anybody to do it. Number two, excuses. That was me. I'm growing out of them, though. Excuses, though. If I was able to do this, then that and if but excuses sometimes uh you just gotta get in there and just do what it is do whatever it is and see what happens excuses sometimes at least for myself is it shows me i'm scared of something or i'm hesitant or something before i start looking deeper into myself i would just let the excuse be that be the ultimate reason why i'm not doing something but for real for real you know I was either scared of something or, you know, insecure about something or whatever, whatever it is. But it was always a deeper meaning or root to my excuses. And sometimes if I didn't feel like doing something, it's better just just go ahead and say, I don't feel like doing it or I don't want to right now. It's a whole lot better than creating excuses why you shouldn't do whatever it is that you need to do. <clears throat> Number three. Number three is lack. Lack. Lack, lack, lack. It ain't enough money in the world. It ain't enough. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't enough anything. Well, that's not necessarily true. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money out here. It's just that, you know. We may not know how to get it. You might not know how to get it, but it's out there. It's folks doing the bare minimum, making a lot of money. Simple stuff, selling toys. I don't know. It's a whole bunch of simple things like that. But it's not as easy. Because it does take for you to use some of your mind power. But lack though, you can't be you can't be moving around this world in a lack mind frame. And I know I used to. And that shit ain't cool. It didn't feel good either. Uh, and I would resent people who had it. You know what I mean? And they ain't did nothing but work. Some of them ain't, but that's, that ain't my business. I know for myself, and maybe for you, you know, if you think it ain't enough to go around, then you're lying to yourself. There's a lot to go around. It may be that you need to move <laughs> to a bigger sea. You know what I mean? If you're in a little pond, yeah, it's gonna be some lack. You might need to go to a, you might need to go to the ocean, where it's it's abundant out there, joint. And guess what? You're gonna become a bigger fish. It's the cool thing about fish, and they in a small tank, they get they, they they stay small. They get a bigger tank, they get bigger. So if lack is on your mind and you don't think it's enough, you got you gotta you gotta do something different, baby. <laughs> You got to go search out where it's abundant 
And sometimes they take you getting that lack out of your, well, most of the time, scratch that. It takes you to get to an abundant mind state by starting with simple stuff like what you're thankful for, what you do have. There's people out there that got less. And I have to say that to myself when I get into that lack. And I got to tell myself to be real, you know, I ain't doing enough to get more sometimes. But it's a lot out here. Number four, number four is selling yourself short. Man, don't play yourself. Don't play yourself. Look, you custom made. You know what I mean? You can't compare it to anybody else. That don't mean that you're the best thing ever. And that don't mean that you're the worst thing ever. But if I had to pick, I'd probably pick the best thing ever more than the worst thing ever. So when you think you're the worst thing, that, that you just selling your stuff short. I ain't got no skills. I'm stupid. Um, and you ain't going to get nowhere with that. Nowhere. You're probably really good at something, but since you're selling yourself short, you don't know how to capitalize on it. And other people that see you for who you are or see you for what you can do will take advantage of you. They, they'll see that you are giving. They'll see that you got this, that you, that you the shit at graphic design, and they'll get free... Um, they have you make logos, and since you selling yourself short, you 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 sell them as five dollars. You do work for five dollars, and that person take that same logo and sell it to somebody else willing to pay fifty. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. But I do want to say this though: you got to get out there and like test the waters. You know what I mean? You got to get some real feedback, and that's not always easy. But in order to get that clear picture of ourselves. You know, you got to test it. And if you do suck at something, then it's good that you know that you suck at something and you can improve it if that's really what you want to do. Um, but don't say yourself short, though, in, in, in no ways at all. And that's going to be a constant battle. Number five. Number five is unclear boundaries. Man, 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 man. I used to do this a lot. Um, I have unclear boundaries. And then when I get fed up, I'm blowing up on the next person that walked by me. Man, that ain't cool. That ain't cool at all. So I had to start setting boundaries. And, you know, kings and queens are kings and queens because they got boundaries. You got boundaries. There's nothing wrong with telling somebody no. Uh, you know, Sometimes when people have unclear boundaries, they're afraid of the reaction they're going to get from the other person. Or they simply just have no clue. But when somebody wrongs you, that's a chance. I know it's going to hurt when somebody take advantage of you. Or doing something that you don't like, but that's a chance to establish a boundary, or at least for you to look inside yourself to be like, I don't like when somebody do that. Even if you feel like it's goofy, silly, or whatever, at least you establish that joint, and then you can reevaluate re that later. So set you some boundaries. Don't let everybody just walk over you like that, man. Pick yourself up. Number six. Number six is mindlessness. And man, I. Sh Man, that's me. <laughs> that's me. I'm. I'm. I be at this thing aimlessly sometimes. Um, it got its good points. I can escape reality, but it got its bad points. I'm escaping reality, and in order for me to get past whatever it is that I'm trying to, uh, my situation that I'm in right now, I gotta come down to reality, no matter how much I hurt. Uh, and it's not good to just be mindless, cause I'd ended up in some situations of like, how the hell did I get here? I can tell myself how now I was mindless. Like they kind of say in the Bible, 
uh, not kind of, but like they say in the Bible, or anyway, I got it from my parents, so I thought it came out of the Bible on my granny. Anyway, like they say, the devil, uh, uh, um, an idle mind is the devil's playground, and that's mindless. You ain't got nothing going on. You just letting anything come in and go out. You just floating around, like in uh, in Job. You know, the angels having a meeting with God and. Satan came by. He was like, "Man, Satan, where you come from, dude?" He was like, "I don't know, to and fro here and there." He was roaming around. He was mindless. Mindlessness can lead you into some 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 sitchy some situations that you might not be ready for. Um, but now all I get and get an understanding, man. Don't let it just be a situation that you just went through because you was mindless. At least you know get something out of it, learn something out of it if you can. Sometimes you just go through things and this was nothing to learn. Anyway. Don't be mindful, Just, you know. Have an aim for the day, and repeat that joint to yourself in your head. Number seven. Number seven. Number seven is not being intentional. And um, so if you got a goal in life, you want to start a business, but you ain't got no real, no real goals or no nothing to measure yourself with based on your own strengths and weaknesses and you know what you're capable of if you ain't got no if you're not intentional then you're just kind of going to end up anywhere you probably end up mindlessness <laughs> mindless <laughs> but yeah you gotta we have to be more intentional we gotta be in more intentional the way we love the way we carry out our day uh just have an aim for the day. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. It's hard to score when you ain't got no goal. You're just out there shooting the ball in the air. Which is fine sometimes when you ain't got a goal. But once you get to that goal, you got to aim for the goal. You know, you can't just stand around just playing that guitar. I mean, if you're really trying to be a musician, you know what I'm saying? If you just like doing it for a hobby, all means go ahead. But be intentional. Then be intentional. Hey, I ain't trying to do nothing but shoot at no goal. Whatever. Anyway, number eight. Number eight is old beliefs. Sometimes you got to, not a lot of times, you got to kick old beliefs. And that's another thing you got to get out there and tell. Some, sometimes we um, get so locked into what we've been taught and how we've been grown, uh, raised, grown up, and how, we, and how we've been raised that, you know, we never challenge our beliefs. Uh, when we do, when we do start to get uncomfortable, we run, but you know sometimes I like our parents do the best that they can. I'm gonna do the best I can for my children as I'm telling them my life experiences, and I hope that um, I hope that I can be mindful. And I my tip my my um, intention is to be mindful enough to tell them these experiences that I had, but not to drill it down their throat to where they keep it as a belief and never challenge it because daddy said so you know what i mean they got their own path and journey just because our parents went through something you know don't mean that we have to you know what i mean and sometimes we go through the same thing because of the beliefs that we've been given you know like i said no fault i'm not trying to blame parents here but you know we do that as people so oh what's the old belief that you done had you might have went through an experience and think you know because um because a chick set you up on a date and had a real boyfriend come and rob you. Now all chicks bad. All chicks are are, 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 are schemers. 
nah, that ain't true. That ain't true. So and you got to challenge your own beliefs, whether it's spiritual, mental, uh, uh, whatever it's, whatever else it may be, challenge them joints. And that, is way, that way it will keep you growing. Uh, number nizine. Number nine is choosing unsupportive people. Sometimes we just want to be in the crowd. I did. But sometimes we just want to be in the crowd so much we'll choose the wrong people to be around. They don't support us. They, uh, they'll leech out for you or take, take, take. And when it comes to your turn, they ain't nowhere to be found. I'd rather have... <laughs> shit. I'd rather have two friends than 200 if those two friends support me. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, you got 200 friends, but damn, they may come, you know, to your wedding or they may come to your game or, you know, just to make fun of you. Like, are they really offering you support? Are they coming through when everything is good? But when you really need them, you know, shit, they're always busy giving you an excuse why they can't come over or why they can't hear you out. Sometimes we born into unsupportive tribes. Like, you know, you may be the black sheep. But it's cool. It's cool. It's a tribe out there, a place out there for everybody, everyone. Cause we all pretty much humans, people. We all share the same values in some sort of way. I mean, when they get down to the core of it, you know, you can go to some spots that like the quietness. You can go to some places that like whatever it is that you like. It's just that you know, you gotta kind of sit back and question your, your circle, and ain't nothing wrong with that. Number 10. Number 10 is repeating negative cycles. So, <laughs> that's just, it kind of just is what it is. You, you know, you don't be afraid of, um, of what's on the other side when you break that cycle. Sometimes a familiar situation, whether a negative situation that's familiar, it's easier to stick with. Uh, but you gotta, you know, you gotta have courage in order. You gotta have courage to step out of that cycle, to step off your spot and and, and look and look down and see what you're standing on, or to step out your cycle to see how it works. And negative cycles is is hell, <laughs> literally to me. Like that's hell, especially if you just keep repeating, and repeating, and you just and you really, really want to get out of it, but you just can't see it. Sometimes you gotta look at yourself from somebody else's eyes. In order to see, or sometimes you gotta ask somebody. Sometimes people tell us, and we just, for whatever reason, we don't hear it. Cause you so, more than likely, is that you so connected to that negative cycle, you can't see anything other. You know? And somebody can offer you a, a way to get out of the negative cycle because they see something great in you, and you're like, yeah, no, I'm good, cause you get scared. Nah, it's something out there better for you. It's something out there better for you. Yeah, you're going to bump your head. It's going to be lonely for a second. Uh, and can it be lonely for a while? But you're going to be building yourself better and better and starting to create your new cycle. And you got power of creating your new cycle. You can make that new cycle better. Better. Way better. It can serve you. It can make you feel good. But hell, I'd rather be to myself than to be in a negative cycle of something that's damaging in my mind. You know what I mean? My body, my spirit, you know what I mean? So, yeah, check it out. Thank you for listening. I hope that these 10 ways that you are your own worst enemy kind of sheds light. If you're going through something, um, 
that has to do with one of these ten things. You know what I mean? Don't beat yourself. Step back. Examine your situation. Examine yourself, not your situation. Examine yourself to see how you are your own worst enemy. And then take notes. And start to study. And then change it. Anyway, if you haven't already, please go and subscribe to us on Instagram at forever4eva__students.